It was about a month ago when a small group of us gathered here just outside the western door of the church to lay to rest the ashes of Alice La Follette here in the Garden of the Resurrection. Alice's ashes had been waiting for 10 months, resting in a place of honor right here inside the altar. Side by side with the ashes of another beloved parishioner who died last spring, Rebecca Gabasha. It was as if Alice and Rebecca were companionable roommates in this sacred place, resting through a season of pandemic until a suitable time. And Rebecca's ashes are still here behind me in the altar and we'll inter them when the time is right. But last month, Alice's sister and close friends decided that the time was right for Alice to be interred. And so six or seven of us gathered there in the garden, chairs spaced widely apart, masks on, camera and laptop present so that Alice's sister and her husband could join us on Zoom from Ohio. And so it was a typical COVID time burial service to the extent that anything is typical these days. But even with so much different, so much was also the same as ever. We prayed the prayers of the church with their sturdy and timeless words. In sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, we commend to Almighty God, our sister Alice, and we commit her body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. And then we poured her ashes into their home, right there in God's honest soil. I took a trowel full of earth and sprinkled it down into the hole. Many of the rest of us came around and did the same. And just like every time we do this, I was struck by the sheer elemental honesty of this thing we do. Dirt sprinkled onto ash, these basic molecules of our earthly existence mingling back together with the organic matter from which they first came. You know, in the book of Genesis, almost at the very beginning, God scoops up some of the dirt from the ground and breathes life into it. And it becomes the Adam, the Adam, the human being. Or maybe we should say the dirt creature because Adama in Hebrew is the word for the ground, the earth. And so the human being is the dirt creature. And it's just like in English where we have the word human, which is related to the word humus for soil. We are humans. We are dirt creatures. We are dust. Remember that you are dust, says today's liturgy. And to dust you shall return. And tonight we mark ourselves with ash, a particular kind of dust a sign of endings and new beginnings, a sign of destruction that also can precede new birth. This afternoon at our noonday service, when we worshiped in person outdoors, we experienced these ashes by being sprinkled with them on the top of the head. And that was a way of reducing our physical contact in this time of COVID, just one more of those pandemic adaptations that we've been asked to do. But it was also, as it happens, a return to an older way of imposing ashes on Ash Wednesday. 
still in some parts of a world, in some parts of the world, that's what people are used to doing rather than the newer tradition. And by newer, perhaps only a couple of centuries old, this tradition of drawing a cross on the forehead with the ashes. And so with this sprinkling that we did this afternoon, I was reminded of those particles of earth gently falling onto the ashes of Alice. These particles of earth welcoming this baptized child of God back into the warm embrace of the earth that is our mother. Of course, drawing the cross on the forehead is a good tradition too, because it connects what we're doing with these ashes to the cross of Christ, which is the ultimate place where death and new birth find their center. This moment in history, the focal point for all of it. And marking that cross on the forehead also connects us to our baptism, when just as each newly baptized person comes out of the waters, they are marked on the forehead with the sign of the cross of Christ. So drawing this cross of ashes is also a way of retracing that invisible sign that we carry on our brow, that sign that we belong to Jesus, that his way of self-giving love that leads through death to new life is our way. And so for those of us worshiping online tonight, you might choose to draw that cross shape, or you might choose to sprinkle ashes on your head, and either one is good. But we have seen plenty of ashes this year. Too many, really. A few months ago in the fall, we here in Sonoma County were blanketed with ashes, real, literal ashes, flying on the wind. Some of them marked with legible words or otherwise recognizable as the debris of lives. Ashes of trees, of course, but also of beloved homes and possessions. And in a broader sense, we have seen too many ashes this year. The ashes of so, so many who have died from this global pandemic. Not all of them literally cremated, of course, but in many places there were crematoria that were overwhelmed, as well as graveyards. But around the world, two and a half million, and more to come still. And in a more metaphorical sense, perhaps, many of us have seen the ashes of the destruction of some of our illusions, some of our illusions about the society that we live in and its commitment to the dignity and the flourishing of all. And so we have seen plenty of ashes this year. And yet, it is true every year. It is true every year that we worship in the midst of suffering, of loss, and of death, because this is the condition that we live in in this fallen world. And for generations and centuries and millennia, the people of God have been singing their song in the midst of ashes, sometimes very literal ones, sometimes more metaphorical ones. Ashes mean that something has died. Ashes mean that something has been destroyed. And so we have this season of Lent, a time when the church calendar asks us to acknowledge that death and destruction and endings are our reality. And so this year of all years, it is good to make that recognition and maybe easier in a way than in other years when perhaps prosperity or comfort 
might tempt us more easily to turn away from that reality. Now, of course, ashes can also be the start of something new. Here in Sonoma County, of all places, we know just how green can be the new growth in a fire zone. And indeed, we as Christians are an Easter people. All our hope is in the new life that God is able to bring out of death. This new life that flows through us from the moment we're baptized, from its source in the risen Jesus Christ. We are an Easter people. But it's also good that we have a calendar that encourages us not to rush there too quickly. Not to turn our backs on the reality of sorrow, the reality of pain and destruction. And so for today, for tonight, we can just sit gently among the ashes, trusting that God is here too.